a Lifetime original podcast. We have fun, Megan. We have we fun. Do. We if do. Is, I mean, if there's nothing else, we're enjoying ourselves. I mean, and that's really what performing is. You know, we may not True. be we not we may not be out in the buildings, but even in our house, all the world is a stage, including our homes that we're tired of being in. <laughs> I love a lifetime movie. Literally, condoms grow on trees. Blue ribbon is like reserved for like pie and chili, not for dead women. Birthday sex, birthday sex with a cupcake. Au revoir. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Adios and keep drinking white wine. That won't work. I don't like that. We should never say, I should never say that again. (laughs) I don't want to live like this. I want to start fresh with you. How am I just learning all these major things about your life? I feel like I hardly know you. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I'm Megan Gailey. I'm I'm smiling and laughing because today's movie does cover a podcast host and it's making me be in, in, in my head about how <laughs> I do that. I'm like, am I doing it as good as Mac would do? Um, so I am Megan Gailey. And then the laugh you hear on the other end is my fearless co-host, Naomi Ekberrigan. I felt the exact same way. When you were starting the voice, I was like, you are doing a Mac voice. <laughs> You're giving us that it's, smooth podcast voice it's so meta to be to be doing a podcast about a podcast is really well remember we're doing a movie podcast about a movie that's about a podcast wow so the layers the Uh, layers it, it, it is interesting now like we live in los angeles so we hear people talk about like podcasts everybody has a podcast but like it's so much in the zeitgeist now like wasn't right. there a sitcom? I don't think it lasted. But oh, there was yes, a Zach Braff sitcom. A Zach Braff, and he yep. was, like, starting a podcast network from his garage. Right. right. That, like, that. this is, in, everything has, movies about podcasts, shows about podcasts. Like, does it feel weird when you watch them? I think I just get a little jealous, but we'll get into that. Oh, okay. Because okay. And, and every single movie and TV show, these podcasts are wildly successful. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, wow, just make it look effortless. <laughs> make it look effortless. I don't appreciate that, Hollywood. Oh, oh. wow, sold out live show. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, okay, you guys, finally, we will explain to you what we are talking about. Today, we are talking about the movie How I Met Your Murderer. Amazing title. Like, perfect. Truly. It was the best. It it was at one point, maybe a different title. And now we were like, it has to be this title. And I don't know if they listened to us, but they have have agreed. And I think How I Met Your Murderer is one of my favorite titles we've had for sure. It's it is chef's kiss. You guys, How I Met Your Murderer tells the story of Mac Meyer, who has built a large fan base discussing true crime on her wildly successful podcast, How I Met Your Murderer. She soon finds herself the center of the story after learning her husband, Henry, was involved in the death of his high school sweetheart, Lily. With the help of her new neighbor, police officer Oliver, Mm. Mac links Lily's death to other murders in the area and fears she may be married to a serial killer. Ah! So I married an axe murderer. Hello. This was, I mean... I just, I felt this in my bones because you know how much I love true crime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't ever really want to be affiliated with a murder, no. but also the idea that I could finally put my skills as someone obsessed with true crime to use yeah, does feel very exciting to me. A hundred percent. And you almost like, there were moments when I feel bad for her because I'm like, 
oh, this isn't going to reflect well on her podcast. You know, yes, like absolutely, you're you're married to someone who's a potential killer, and you didn't right. even know that. Like, I think that means you have to get canceled as a right, right, right. Not, yeah, not, you don't get to get it. Yeah, it, no, it should definitely, it should definitely crush your credibility. Except this idea, Megan. You know, Mac is worried that she might be married to a serial killer. I mean, have you ever had a moment in your life where you were like with a guy and you were like, you know what? This could be a liability. This could be dangerous. Yeah. This person could be a murderer. I did date a guy who worked out twice a day. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's killer vibes. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah, definitely. When you date, like I've dated probably 10 comedians. So like this question, have I ever felt like I was dating a serial killer? Yeah, 10 times. Um <laughs> I think when, you know, when you do stuff, when you accomplish things in comedy, like when I've had certain things, people were like, God, I bet you that you love to stick it to your exes. And I'm like, I think all of my exes love me and still miss me. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> want to stick it to them. And that's obviously like not true, but I'm like, oh no, I, there's no one to stick it to. I'm the one I, I shouldn't have succeeded. Like I'm the bad one. <laughs> what about you? Have you ever dated a serial killer? Well, look, honey, there was a man who slept in a mattress on the floor. Wow. And once I saw it, I was out. Once I saw it, I was out. That is flop house energy. That uh -huh. is someone who's not caring enough about themselves in that time. I'm going to yeah. tell you that right now. A comedian? A comedian? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, then that's not okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've, I've, I've only, I've only touched maybe three comedians in my time. Mm. And I say touched because it's like we were never like a couple. There was wow. never like dating, you know? I will say what does feel good though. Yeah. I don't see any of them doing comedy anymore. And I wow. said, you know what? Yes, yes. That. So mm -hmm. like when you talk about people sticking, like there's nothing I love more than like knowing that somebody who ghosted me has probably had to see me on their TV screen. A hundred percent. Okay. I'm like, I hope you and your wife were flipping through Netflix and watched Yesterday with your children and you yeah. saw me with yeah. Jennifer Garner. I bet it's hard because I bet whoever they're with now like loves you. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yes. It's like, oh, correct. my God, have you heard of this woman? And he's like, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I am definitely your white girlfriend's favorite comedian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> OK, Megan, we have talked enough about our dark pasts mm -hmm. and it's time to get into it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay. Okay. So, Megan, you've already kind of set us up with your beautiful introduction because we begin <laughs> this movie with Mac narrating her podcast. And she's giving us that buttery podcast voice. She's got the brunette hair of Karen Kilgariff. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Like she's she's almost Karen and Georgia combined. Yes, there's a lot of um, odes to Michelle mm -hmm. McNamara, obviously yes. the My Favorite murderer is it my favorite murder my favorite murder yeah my favorite murder gals yeah yeah whoever wrote this studied the world yeah. of true crime podcasts and has homages to it everywhere hey crime fans it's time for everyone's favorite podcast how i met your murderer with mac meyer 
we see her talking, there are also flashbacks of a teen girl at prom in her prom dress, sort of with that, like, ugh, whenever you see a woman with makeup yeah. smeared on her face, yeah. you're yeah. like, something's going on. And like, that's been me a lot. <laughs> I've had a lot of makeup smeared movements. <laughs> and we see her like take down a bunch of pills, chug from a, what are those called? A flask. A flask, flask. yes, yeah. a flask. I can't, I feel like it, people are gonna think I pretended to not know what that was. Um, <laughs> And then we see her dead in the pool. And this is all- Yes, this is in the pool. Like, this is in the high school pool. Like, she's left the prom party. Yeah. Because she's mad. And she's like, I'm- And she's like, sitting by the pool. And so you know it's very dramatic. Also, I'm sorry. Nothing scares me more than an empty pool. Oh, yeah. Like, an empty pool at night. Like, no one is around- It's very echoey. Yeah. You know, my thing with pools, of course, because, you know, it's like literally you can slip and fall and crack your skull. No, it's And that spooky. is not even before you, that's before you get in the water. It's spooky. Uh, it's so, in, did your high school have your prom at your high school? No, we had it away. No, none of them do. Yeah. None of them do. But in every movie, it's always <laughs> at the high school. Yeah. So, okay, West, so our school here in the movie is West Clarksville High School. It has yes. that sense of like quad, hangout, um, especially because, and this is what threw me, uh, we, we get inside the school and we see Mac in the, at the swim, at the swimming pool yeah, chatting with a young girl named Andy, a child who is a fan of her podcast. Yes. You know, getting in the water helps, but I keep bumping into people. I can't swim in a straight line. And I mean, she is. First of all, Andy, she's like a teen. And it, my first thought was like, is Mac the swim coach? And it was like, mm-hmm. no, she was just like yeah, taking a just, dip herself. Yeah, she and Andy is, never gets in the pool. But my thing about it, though, Andy's like, I love your podcast. And I was like, okay, 13 might be a little too young for murders. But then when yeah. I think about it, I was probably watching these shows when I was 13 or 14. Like when I was home alone or up later, that was my, intro- my introduction to all this stuff was 2020. Oh Remember that like gosh. Friday night. Yes, so like, that's what my parents watched. Ted Koppel. Yes. So that's like why I was like, so at first I'm like, what is she doing? Watch, listen to a yeah. murder podcast. But then I was like, well, I guess I was watching murders at mm-hmm. her age. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like how young is too young, you know, for true crime? 2020 was the gateway and Dateline yeah. was when you're hitting the straw. I mean, like Dateline scares me <laughs> now to this day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I love it. You say scare me. Me, I'm taking notes. There's something about these. Like I watch, I listen to a crime podcast. I watch these shows because I'm convinced that like, Somehow in knowing I will be able to avoid Spot. danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I think I'm like, oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to it. But you know, I don't know about that. I don't, I mean, really like my, the way I operate in the world is I trust no one. So that's, if that's what I got from true crime. Maybe that was it. Yeah. If you hear creepy things that people do, you might be better at spotting when people are doing creepy things. Right. Right. So I think you're smart. I think you're Thank smart. You and I think you much. could solve a crime. Thank you very much. Well, Again, Andy, very into her energy because in the conversation, she tells Mac about the Blue Ribbon Killer. According to Andy, the Blue Ribbon Killer drowned three women in one summer. It all started the summer after Henry finished high school. Foul play and unsolved. Too nice of a name for a killer. Blue Ribbon (laughs) is like reserved for like pie and chili. Not, (laughs) Not for dead women. You're the, you got the blue ribbon. You're the best killer. The best, the best you're, killer. You're the best the, killer, the best and victim? you got the what biggest orchid. 
It's like, it's too, yeah. it's not, I don't like it. Maybe like blue ribbon, like maybe the slasher. I don't know. Blue ribbon yeah. killer. Too, it sounds too no sweet. No ribbon, right. You're just, okay. Clarksville is where her husband Henry grew up. They're now living in his house, in his old house because his mom passed away. And so they're back in his hometown and she's finding these things out. And so she tells her producer, June, how did we not know about this? Okay, this is the best thing about you moving here. Besides the super cush digs. Oh, I love June. June is fun and funky fresh. June is giving us mix of prints and patterns. Mm-hmm. June is an Asian woman, but that I will, I'm, tell, I'm saying that because I'm about to say to you, she gives me the energy of Claudia from the Babysitter's Club. And that is not mm. simply because she's Asian. But if you read the Babysitter's Club books, it was all about how Claudia was the stylish one mm-hmm. and she like mixed prints and patterns and did her own thing. And June was legit wearing a black and white striped sweater over like a floral long sleeve yeah. and made it work. And in one scene, she has hot pink cat eyeliner. And yes. I loved that. I also, I got very concerned about um, June's living situation at one point. Cause I was like, wait, they <laughs> obviously, you, Mac and Henry, her husband used to live in the quote unquote city, which I'm taking to be New York. Cause this feels like a Hudson Valley town. Interesting you say that. I was feeling much more of a DC situation. Oh, it has a Virginia energy. I don't okay, know. Continue. Okay, I see that. And so she, they moved out there and I was like, oh my God, did June have to relocate to a small <laughs> town where there's a murderer on the loose because of a podcast job? But she did not. At the very end, we hear her be like, I got to get back into the city. And I'm like, okay, she's just commuting. Thank God. Right, right. I didn't want Clarksville for June. That's all I was saying. <laughs> okay, listen to this. You guys, listen to the way Mac ends her podcast episodes. Listen to this. And that, dear listener, is our episode on the Golden State Killer. Remember to stay safe and keep your eyes and ears peeled. Lest we forget, Liz Klopfer, Ted Bundy's ex-girlfriend. Despite all the signs, she ignored her intuition and didn't see what was right in front of her. Look how that ended up. I'm Mac Meyer. June Kim is our fearless producer, and we're signing off. Au revoir, and watch your back. Okay. She kind of shames a victim here. Yeah. She shames a victim. And I said, I said, Mac, I don't know about this. And that's why I was like, honey, is this, this like, they set it up well. They set up her comeuppance because yeah. she's sitting here being like, you should have known better. Mm-hmm. But then she says her sign off, au revoir, and watch your back. I don't think that's how you, isn't it au revoir? Au revoir. Au revoir? <laughs> And I definitely say croissant in an annoying way, but I don't <laughs> think it's au revoir. And I'm from yeah. Indiana. It's yeah. au revoir, au revoir. Yeah. Au revoir, au revoir. Yeah, I guess. I don't au know. I could. Which is, which is why I think it's a very, honey, your sign off should never be another language that you don't speak. <laughs> so bad. It should not. It's really hard to make it work. She then, you know, we find out she's gotten over 400,000 downloads from her last episode. Okay, bitch. And- I was like, and then as soon as I'm watching, I'm like, wow, okay, is this Lifetime's way of telling us? <laughs> get our numbers up. <laughs> get our numbers up. I was like, this is a real long con if our producers were like, let's make them watch a movie about a successful podcast. Okay, and then I thought, is this Lifetime telling us they want a movie about us hosting this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, Lifetime being like, mm-hmm. let's see if they, these gals like this one. And we're like, we do. And then they're like, sold. Um, do you <laughs> think we need a sign off? I think so. I think we should. I think we should play with some sign offs at the end of this. Okay, okay we're gonna see right. like what we feel. Bonjour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
adios and keep drinking white wine. <laughs> that won't work. I don't like that. We should never say, I should never say that again. Ta-ta <laughs> and your divorce doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh my God. But we, we okay. find out though, when June and Mac are talking that, you know, part of the decision to move to this small town and get back in this house was that like, Henry and Mac could have some more time together because Henry is a lawyer. He is busy, busy, busy. She's never seeing him. And they are trying to have a baby and they're doing in vitro. And it's like, yes, if you want to make a baby, y'all have got to get close. You have got to get oxytocin bonded. You need to be up on your man if you're trying to make this happen. That's when this movie just really hit a lot of senses for me. I'm I'm trying to have a baby right now. You are? I am, but I don't, I don't have one. Megan, you're trying to make a baby? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to make a baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, I that love is... babies. And I've just reached the point where, I, you know, I've always loved babies, like obsessed mm-hmm. with them. I love old people and babies. And yeah. it's just really, Mac and I, our biological clock has is sounding <laughs> an alarm. You know, like we're like, give me babies. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. I, you know, I, I, it's very, <laughs> I get it, but it's like, it's interesting. I get very sad every time I found out a friend of mine is having a baby or wants a baby because it's like one more friend I'm going to lose. Oh, shoot. Like, okay, well, it's fine. I, no, no, this is good I, for you. I love this for you. It feels right. You have a mom energy. Mm-hmm. Don't you think I'll be I like just a cool like, mom, though? Everyone. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll be like, be get like, out of here. Naomi's on the phone. <laughs> I think that'll be... Like, I, I think that'll be you're mean. Gonna, you're going to be like Amy Poehler's character in Mean yeah. Girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm already getting my Juicy Cooter costumes ready. I know it's Juicy Couture. I just have a friend that says Juicy Cooter, and I love it. That's so funny. I love it, and I love your friend. Um, so you see, you see Mac and Henry at their appointment with the doctor, who's basically mm-hmm. said, you know, the in vitro, this latest round hasn't worked, but they should keep at it. But... The doctor is sitting here telling them what to do. And then Henry's phone rings and he's like, it's work. And he like steps outside to take a work call. I, I'm sorry. I uh, have to take this. Evelyn, uh, did the deposition get approved? I'm sorry about him. You are literally in a medical professional's office. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to make a life with yeah. your partner. And you have got to let it go to voicemail. And if Mac got a call... Like, and I don't even mean Mac. I just mean like women blanket. Like if a yeah. woman in situation got called, I don't even think her phone would be out. You know, like that, that is be out. something where really? it's like, oh, they, he, Henry is a representative of, you know, men in some ways of like, oh, it's not my body doing it. So I can sort of be in the passenger seat. And it's like, no, this right. is a science project we're doing together. It just so happens one of our bodies has to be ripped in half for it to work. Right. But like, no, you can't talk to Evelyn right now. I'll get right. to, I'll get to Evelyn too. Well, Mac is pissed. And honestly, they get into it. Listen to this fight they have outside the doctor's office. Your work wife's calling again. Are you really going after Evelyn now? Well, you only talk about her every you, fight. We only work together. Yeah, that hasn't stopped you before. I was a different person back then. I screwed up, Okay. I promise. It's not going to happen again? Yeah, you keep mentioning that. How many times do I have to tell you I'm not sleeping with the Evelyn? Jesus, Henry. I love it. See, now I'm on board because, you know, sometimes I feel like sometimes our lifetime heroines can be like 
tiptoeing around their husbands. Yeah, because like, you know, I got they a tend good to be one. like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or they're like, I'm mad, but they don't say anything, right? Or they're right. just like, or they just like sit in the car silent. And I was very yeah. into the fact that Mac was like, excuse me, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was into that. Also, heads up, real lifetime heads, you may recognize the husband Henry from the midwife's deception. Wow. Now, do you think he? You think he only does films that are about labor and delivery? <laughs> I think it's his specialty. Okay. I think it's certainly his specialty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think Henry can get it. I think he's real cute. And normally he's I don't like hot. the husbands that like look a little too waspy. But, you know, both of our men in this, our main men in this movie are waspy. And yet yeah. I was like, could they get it? I think and, so. And we see Henry shirtless a few times. He's just even like laying in bed with his pecs exposed. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were like, wow. okay, he could be a pool boy. He could be a pool boy. Yeah, that's it. I'm that's sad it has want. to be in vitro because it feels like it could be fun the other way too. Um... <laughs> So Matt goes to a coffee shop to work alone. Didn't, isn't that like a fantasy now? <laughs> I, I, oh like watching God, someone dream. type in a place that's not their home office. I'm like, wow. And she starts <laughs> getting messages that are angry. Yes. She's getting mean comments because she said a victim had good bone structure. And overall, people are kind of feeling like you're using tragedies yes. to make a buck and you're using tragedies to be famous. And yeah. I'm kind of like, honestly... Fair point. Um, and I was like, that's yeah. like an interesting, because it is an interesting line around podcasts because, around murder podcasts, because most of the time, the cases they're covering have already been solved or have already been on a TV show. So it's like another attempt to mine that tragedy. Mm-hmm. And someone, you know? and, and a real person died. You know, there are real yeah. victims yeah. and there are real victims' families. And right. it could be extremely traumatic for them or, you know, dredge up every time. I do think, Naomi, I'll just say this on the record. If anything ever happens to me and afterwards someone says I have good bone structure, Mm five-star review. Okay? Absolutely. Well, you know. That's an ally. Of course. I'm like, she would have have loved you is what I would say to that person. Thank you. I would say thank you for honoring her memory. But I understand that not everyone feels that way, I guess. I (laughs) I think compliments after you're gone are still compliments. agree absolutely but the thing is this person then so this person's like sending her this these hateful messages but then sends her an article about a teen girl who was drowned mm-hmm. and is like tells her to watch her back and so she like freaks out in the coffee shop and like breaks a breaks a mug and then this guy oliver comes over oh <laughs> i didn't mean to scare you no not at all thank you for your help i'm sorry but do i know you I don't think so. I, I just moved into town. No, I definitely have seen you before. He's so thirsty. Hi, how can I help? <laughs> he's, but it's interesting. He's like, he's got that proud boy haircut, but he also like looks like, he says he's a cop and he's also yeah. their next door neighbor, but he also looks like a barista slash comic book artist. Uh-huh. And then there's you like, know? there's glasses that he doesn't need. And that's sort yeah. of giving you like a Clark Kent thing. Very Clark Kent. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um. Also, again, I'm going to tell you, he was also in Lifetime's I Kill My BFF. So that's just a fact you want to know. Another fun fact about that actor, he was engaged to Paris Hilton. Excuse me? Absolutely. Chris Zilka, engaged to Paris. He was also on HBO's The Leftovers. So he is high-low. He is keeping you guessing. He is actor slash model. Wait, I... I've seen you taking out the trash. I live across the street. I'm Oliver. Okay, I'm sorry, Megan. What? 
Yeah. If someone no. says to you, oh, I see you take out the garbage. And then it's like, what? And he's like, we're neighbors. Still, I still don't like it. I still my, don't like um, it. My spidey senses went up when we met Oliver. I just felt like his energy was too, like, do I know you? When he, like, obviously didn't know who she was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when exactly. someone is lying about knowing who someone is, then it's like, mm, I don't like you. And I don't think you need those glasses. I don't think there's prescription in them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Not prescription at all. Then Henry walks in and they have like a pretty chilly interaction. And yeah. it turns out they were neighbors. They went to high school together. And that Oliver and Henry's mom were best friends. <laughs> oh. I know. What? It was such a it's such a weird specific, but like no, we'd never get more information. No, no. And I'm like, I need to know why Oliver was at Henry's house hanging right. out with his mom. Right. I mean, I'm definitely <laughs> someone that like befriended all of the parents and like love older people. Yeah. But like that, that's in my own friends. This exactly. is Oliver and Henry are enemies. And exactly. he's his, his mom's best friend. I'm like, that's weird and funny. And I'm glad it was in there. I know. I was like, okay. And then, so yes, it was like real awkward. And Oliver's like, bye. Yeah. And then that night, Mac is with Henry mentioning the blue ribbon killer. And then Henry's like, I don't want you digging into this. Why not? <sighs> because, I mean, it was a social trauma. I'm sure those people want to forget. And she's kind of like, what? Like, she doesn't agree to stop. But she's kind of like, okay, fine, let's have sex. We're trying to make a baby. And his shirt was off and his pectorals were exposed, as you said. Thank you. So they they begin to be tender with each other. And she gets another threatening text message from Deja Vu 49. At this point, it's like, Henry obviously seems shady, you know? Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't host a true crime podcast, but I'm definitely like, they're setting it up that Henry is weird. But then there's a lot of Deja Vu and hooded figure work where Mac yes. is with Henry and then gets something from Deja Vu or sees a figure. And it's like, okay, that's not Henry, but maybe he has an accomplice. Like at this point, it's right. a whodunit. And, and all signs point to Henry, but then some of them timing-wise are pointing away from him. Right, but at the same time, what's very tricky is that, you know, Henry, you guys, so Henry is this like high-powered lawyer and he works in the city, okay? Be it Manhattan or- uh, Columbus. Maryland, okay, <laughs> or Columbus. So, so he like will stay at work overnight. No, because he says he's like he's like well think he's like it would take me I would only be able to sleep for three hours you know by the time he got home and came back or whatever. So I'm like okay, well you very conveniently have a situation where you are not in the house. You know what I mean yeah. for like several nights in a row. So that's why I was like yeah. okay, the hooded work, the figure in the back, who knows? Right. He also has a work wife. And I don't like that phrase. I don't like work. Yeah. I don't like the phrase work wife, work husband. That's your friend. That's your I've best friend you my at work. work wife. I've yeah, called but, you okay. my work wife. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, well, you are my, <laughs> but, but like if CJ like had a work wife, course, it's like, no, but you have a wife. Right, right. right. And it's me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Maybe I, maybe yes. I got some no, jealousy no, no, to work out. <laughs> I understand. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. But it's funny because, you know, she's getting these mar- these messages that are like, look into who you're married to. And she's taking her fertility drugs. And she's also like, okay, also I'm going to maybe take these messages from this total stranger and be like, maybe I should look into it. So listen to Mac tell June what she's found out so far. Listen to this. Okay, here are the details. The victims were all female, brunette, 18 to 23, all found missing jewelry and wearing... Blue ribbons. Exactly. Oh, you know, Henry's mom was a hoarder. You know, maybe I can dig through her newspapers before tossing them. 
I love that. Henry's mom was a hoarder. Maybe I can get some newspapers. That's very now. It's not like I'm going to go to the library and look up microfiche. Oh, I, it's I like, do love those like, scrolly machines. Whenever someone <laughs> is looking through old newspapers, you know they're close. <laughs> but I feel like it's so true. Like, yes, my, like, my mom would have old newspapers. Like, you would yeah. not need to go to the library. She would have anything from the time that I was in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, she will like clip out like didn't you go to school with this person mm-hmm. or high school she Save will it. have that yes my yeah, mom she will that. have that moms love newspapers you're right oh. <laughs> <laughs> i think we're gonna be probably the generation of mothers who don't care about newspapers no we're gonna be sending daily mail clips to our kids <laughs> go to dailymail.co.uk backslash 94 numbers and letters Oh, my God. So Matt uh, is not listening to her husband, Henry, who is a suspected no. killer um, yep. and is going to keep looking into this. Now, this is when we start to have like some creepy things happening in the house. We yep. hear someone. Yep. We are able to see this hooded figure. She does not. Mm-hmm. And then she's looking through Henry's old yearbook when she discovers that Henry and Lily were boyfriend and girlfriend They Mm -hmm. were also prom king and queen, cutest couple. Like, Mm -hmm. this wasn't just someone he knew. This was his high school sweetheart. And at that moment, a football comes through the window. (laughs) Now, I I don't take football through the window as an attack, but... But I guess it was. right. But the thing was on the football, it said prom queen killer. Yeah, that's so why that's, you're attacked. I just I just thought it was kids playing at first, uh-huh. you know, I know. And it, but then this is what's so funny about it, though, because immediately, literally, it comes to the window and she's like rattled. And then Oliver's at the door, yeah. hand on his gun. Is everything OK? Someone threw something through the upstairs window. Stay here. He's like, I heard a scream. Yeah. I said, he is on that gun. His hand is on that gun a little too fast. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, you know what? We need the body cam on, Oliver, Thanks. okay? Turn on the body cam. No more button down tees. That's the thing, because I was like, if you're a cop, if you're like a beat cop and not a detective, you would be in your uniform. And that's yeah. my thing about Oliver. He has a gun, but no uni? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I watch enough a- true crime to be like, put on, you need to show your badge, you need to show your number, you need something. That's a very good point. Okay, so the prom queen killer is the same at this point, we think as the blue ribbon killer. Well, what we're saying is like the prom queen killer killed Lily, yeah. ex-girlfriend. Yeah, at the very least, right? Um, I have a confession to make. What? I was prom queen. Why do you do comedy, Megan? You yeah. are cute and basic. Why do you do comedy? I just don't really have any other skills. I mean, but I think- But what would I- make you need strangers to laugh at you talking because it sounds like you were validated from just like regular life. No, I wasn't. I could sell real estate. I think about that. Maybe. <laughs> my my mom was prom queen as well. Oh I my know. God. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a it lot. It was your birthright. So what you're saying is to be prom queen was your birthright. Yeah. And I had a real big butt. I was chunky though. I was like a chubby prom queen and I think that's nice. Chubby virgin. Love. Okay. So we're talking personality based. <laughs> <laughs> but like were you were you were dating in high school and stuff no, though, right? No, I had never had a boyfriend. No. I was dating tennis and theater. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the prom Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, so now that tells me why you do comedy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah, explains yeah. a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. I just really when prom queen killer came up, I just had to let everybody know. And I'm sorry. I'm, glad. I'm sorry. I'm, glad. I'm alive to tell it, you know. Okay, so <laughs> Mac goes over to Oliver's house 
And because we, this football has rattled her to the bone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, it's like for someone who studies true crime, I don't think a football should be enough to send you to your knees, but continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's poking around his house. His house is nice. He's a swim star pool tie-in. Um, uh-huh. And, yeah, we. I, I think the whole time Oliver is not giving me great vibes. Henry didn't tell you? She had an accident on prom night. Drowned in the high school pool. Oh, my God. I do laps there. Yeah, me too. I think this is the moment where I'm like, he's a killer. Yeah. I just, I really just felt it in him Mm -hmm. in this moment in time. And it's like... It almost kind of makes sense that, like, he would be the killer because Mac was so, like judgmental about Ted Bundy's girlfriend. And it's like, (laughs) well, look who's getting charmed by a killer now, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And at this point, we have seen Henry have some angry outbursts, too. Oh, yeah. He, like, bangs on the car, and he's, like, constantly yelling. He has rage issues, and it's like, oh, no. Even if he's not the killer, it's a bad sign that you're married to someone that you think could be a killer. Exactly. Exactly. That's just how I Um, feel. And then, you know, Mac back at school swimming and then she sees Andy and Andy's like, my mom says I can't talk to you because basically your husband's a killer. And so that is what kind of gets back looking into things. Yeah. And then she realizes that like she puts it together that Lily might be the first victim of the blue ribbon killer. See, that's like what she's thinking, like, uh oh, Mm -hmm. you know, because normally, of course, you guys. Again, if you're into true crime, you know, usually a serial killer will start off. There will be a one off. There will be this this uh, act, you know, the kill, the kill that kind of turns on all the lights for them. Mm-hmm. And then they start to do it again. So she's like, oh, what if Lily was the first? What if Lily yeah. was the first? And, the, and it can look different than the other crimes because it's not part of the pattern. Created the pattern. Created the pattern. Wow. Created the pattern. Scary. We love it. Scary. And so... Mac and June go over to Oliver's house because obviously they're like, let's go to Oliver because he know everybody's business and she he goes, will tell you cop. whatever you want to know. <laughs> He's exactly. a cop. Okay, yeah, let's run into his arms. And then this <laughs> is when June meets Oliver for the first time and she is in to him. Well, hello to you too. Oliver, this is my podcast producer, June. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. So thirsty. Yeah. So thirsty. She's like, Come to our live taping. Give me your information. I'm like, okay, June. At this point, I would love to play June. I think you would do a great June. I think podcast producer is a potential character for us to be in a film. We could definitely add this to sort of like the the world we're going to create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what if we are, you know, for instance, our movie, are we dueling podcasters? Oh, wow. And we become like enemies. We start doing bad things. And then we actually have to team up to solve a crime and then we become friends and then together our podcast is even bigger. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We also kill a man together. <laughs> yeah. Well, we that, have I to. mean, that's what, that's what bonds us. You exactly. know what I mean? Like we, we both, sh- we both yeah. shoot at our, the same and time. And then our cycles sync up and then we're good to go. Yeah. Here on out. Yeah. <clears throat> there it is. There it is. I'm the godmother of your child. Um, that's what happens. Um, now that night, Mac is talking about her birthday dinner and she's talking about the case in their bedroom. She's like laying in their marital bed. And Henry is literally just like saying his closing argument out loud to himself. He is not listening. He does not hear a word she says. (laughs) And he doesn't pay attention till the killer is mentioned. Henry, if Lily is related to this, then I can clear your name. Please. But don't you think it's strange that all of these women were drowned? Maybe you should take a break from the podcast. Excuse me? 
Your wild ideas aren't going to bring anyone back from the dead. It's just for cheap entertainment. Okay. I just feel like this man is a murderer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that for this for me is his murderous moment. Yeah. Because it's like. He's a walking red flag. Like, but just as a viewer, you're like, it's almost too obvious. Like, Henry, what are you doing? You're a bat. Like, how is it that you got away with this murder for so long and are this bad at covering up the murder? But it does, like, especially with the Andy mom thing, it's like, oh, it kind of feels like this whole town thinks he killed her. And right. Mac has just never been to this town. Right. And, and that is a really kind of, like, interesting struggle of, like, yeah, if you went back to where your love is from and and there's this rumor and horrible thing about them, that would be, that would shake you for sure. Well, it, it, for sure. But also like, I'm sorry, if we're moving back to your hometown where people think you're a murderer, you better tell me that on the car right up. Yeah. Like I should know already what we're walking into. Yeah. And it's like, especially because then Oliver had told June and Mac, you might want to talk to Lily's cousin. Mm -hmm. So June and Mac go to Lily's cousin and Lily's cousin is not splitting hairs. Listen to this woman. Prom night, she told me she was going to end it. Now I know what she meant. What do you mean? The truth needs to come out. That is the only reason I'm talking to you. Henry killed her. Okay, wow. and now this is when I wanted to play Lily's cousin. I love her. <laughs> like, now I'm like, okay, Naomi is June and I am Lily's cousin. I think just like disgruntled woman who's been left behind by the past in a, in her gorgeous kitchen. She had a beautiful, yeah, actually yeah. probably the nicest kitchen we've ever seen. Um, but she is pissed and she hates Henry big time. Yes, <laughs> and like, it's real like, I want the truth to come out. And if I have to tell his own wife the truth, yeah. I'm gonna tell the truth. Like, she did not care. I thought that was so funny. I thought it was like, but I also was like, yeah, if you really think somebody, like, if you're like, you murdered my cousin and then you have the nerve to come back to town, I would tell everybody too. Of course. I would tell everybody too. Of course. That the, the audacity, you leave and never come back. Exactly. Your mom exactly. died? Oh, too bad. Sorry. Can't yeah. make the funeral. Not, not going to yeah. be there. That I mean, and uh, that's almost an option. His like, he can't be. How stupid could he be? And like, we right. see the house and it's like, nice, but it's not, you don't, if you're the murderer, you don't move back to town for right, just a regular it. old four it. bedroom. <laughs> we're talking, we're talking indoor pool, outdoor pool, any pool you want to kill somebody. And that's the house we're coming back for. Okay. And so then at this point, Mac finds a pair of women's earrings. Not a big deal right now. Will become a big deal later. Then we see Mac running in the woods. I was livid. I knew. I was livid. It was still, the sun was out. Mm -hmm. So, but you, Megan, what do I say? If the light is low, you do not go. No. And it, I say, white women, no jogging at dawn and dusk. I've been saying it since 2015. And no wilderness jogging. Like, I mean, uh, sidewalks, in the pads. Woods. Like, I honestly, when she started to go live, I was like, oh, she's going to tell them this is what you should not do. You know, like I thought it was going to be a tutorial about how to not get killed when you're on a run, but she's just like in the woods and then telling her location, which is also like, a, I mean, telling where like the live show is going to be, which as a performer, I've always felt it is tricky to have like, you know, when we're in times when we're touring, we have websites where, it, where our location yeah. is listed and I that know. is scary. I know, I know. Oh, I usually, when I, I remember actually Indiana, your homeland, I performed and like I had my feature walk me back to my hotel. 
This dude, I was like, you have to walk me. And everyone's like, it's safe. It's safe. It's a college town. I go, answer. Your answer is. He walked me to my hotel. And then I waited for him in the lobby while he got his Uber to like where he was staying. Yes. These are I was like, like, we are not out here trying to die absolutely. in these streets. These are totally normal things. Okay. So the next morning, it is Mac's birthday. Woo! Boy. Yes. <laughs> I love my birthday. And she wakes up and she's like, oh, he didn't do anything. And she thinks he's already left for work. But then she goes downstairs and he's decorated and they yes. have sex. Birthday sex. Birthday sex with a cupcake. I thought that was very cute. And I was yeah. like, okay, now I'm back on Henry's side. Yeah. Like, he did a little bait and switch. He was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, comes back around because they have their birthday dinner and it's June and Oliver on and Henry. Date. Yeah, that's like it. I'm like, okay, this is very, like, for a first date to be, like, a double date with I a know. married couple. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like... The, my pandemic brain was like, yeah, this makes sense. This is their pod. And then I was like, <laughs> but then I was like thinking about it. I'm like, no, this is a sad birthday party. <laughs> like, this actually does not make sense. But um, they just moved to the town. You can't invite true. the 14 year old yeah, to your house. And, and no, and everyone in the town thinks Henry killed someone. Right? So I guess it makes sense that the guest list is short. <laughs> I mean, there's even a person at the birthday party who also thinks he killed him. In right? I know it has no problem hanging out, but she is wearing the earring she found in Henry's bedroom. What? And Henry notices them and he goes off. Take them off. What? I, I, I... Matt, take them off. Now. Would you really, if you found earrings under your husband's childhood bed. Yeah. Right? So this is not even where he sleeps now. Yeah. If you found earrings under his bed, would you really just pick them up and put them on? No, I would wait for them to be given to me. But if they weren't given to me, I'd be like, what are those earrings for? Okay, okay. That's within reason to me. That's kind of like the love actually, you know, remember in love actually when she finds the necklace and then Mm -hmm. she realizes Snape is giving the necklace to someone else. That is tough. I love that you just called him Snape. (laughs) I love You're killing me calling Alan Rickman (laughs) Snape. (laughs) He's just forever Snape to me. Like it's honestly, I'm like, oh, that's when Snape was, playing a husband like it's all you're like i love snape and die hard i love what snape is Snape to me and i know it's his final role but (laughs) it's just so like i rest in peace too i love alan rickman too it's just crazy because i watched die hard recently obviously the original where i was like how alan's always been rickman honey yeah like he's always just been like harry yeah you know (laughs) he's always had the voice i'm like that's amazing um so, um, okay, guys. Would honestly, you put probably, earrings in that no one? That, absolutely no. not. No, I know. You're right. You're right. Absolutely not. When he freaks out, though, I'm like, oh, they must be his past mothers. You know? His, but like, then dead she's mothers. like, are they Evelyn's? And he's like, he doesn't even answer. I don't. Oh, boy. I know. I mean. I'm back to the work wife. I'm sorry. I know. But so then, of course, that night, she's like, let me look him up some more. because, And it's true. Again, Mac. She stands her ground and she was like, you embarrassed me tonight. And yeah. he like went down, but then he like punched the wall and <gasps> made a real point of punching the wall. And oh I was like, murderer. My God, so many, I've been in so many Irish homes with walls <laughs> punched just in. Holes, holes yeah, and they just the put an Irish flag up over it. <laughs> if you ever see an Irish culture. flag in a house, there's a hole under it. <laughs> 
Okay, so she looks him up on Unique Space Search. Love that. That's our Google Love ripoff. <laughs> well, but then what happens is as she's looking him up, being like, you know what? He'd have murdered. She hears Oliver's car pull in. Uh-huh. And she like walks up to him and is like, hey, like, what are you doing coming in so late? And he like takes her to the high school grounds. Yeah. Which is where he goes to hang out. Alone now on the I'm- roof? What, sir? That I'm like, what? you're a murderer. I was like, now I'm back to you being a murderer because how or is it pedophile? That being, <laughs> how is the being a cop? He's like, he's like, I have keys and can come hang out here. Why, why would you want a, to? Why would you want to? And why would that be like a perk of being a police officer? Yeah, you also have a damn house, and we've seen it, and it's nice. It's got multiple floors. Why don't you sit stay, on that? Stay roof? in your home. Stay in your home. Yeah, this was like the it, pigeon lady setup. It's like you have a home. Oliver, you freak. Okay, so then she has some wine breaking her in vitro rule, which I didn't even, in vitro rules are so intense and I, my heart goes out to anyone going through it, truly. Gosh, she's like, I'll just have a splash. Um, And then she goes to Lily's cousin's house again. Mm -hmm. And that is when we find out that Henry was just there telling the cousin to stay away from Mac. Henry, he just left. What did he want? For me to stay away from you? Like I owe Henry Meyer a damn thing, but men just want what they want when they want it, right? I mean, I also feel like, see, for me, honestly, that's a lost scene. I want the scene where Henry goes to that woman's house yeah. and is like, stay away from her. And she'd be like, you stay away from me, murderer. Right. Get up off my porch. Like, yeah. I feel like I want to see that scene because you know she wasn't having it. No, she wasn't having it. I also want to see the scene between her and her contractor because her kitchen is gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. It's not the most gorgeous kitchen that we've seen. The Tempted by Danger Keisha Knight oh, yeah, Pulliam kitchen. Yeah, with yes. the Yeah, that was a nice. That's the best. Yeah, but then something bad happened in that kitchen. So I think it's like, you know, burned in my memory. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. Well, so what she finds out at the cousin's house is that the earrings she found and that Henry yelled at her for wearing. Not only were they his dead girlfriends, but she was wearing them the night she was murdered. What? Okay, these are very important earrings. <laughs> Why were they under the bed, Megan? These are vital. I That is weird, for <laughs> sure. And then when she's back at the house holding the earrings, who shows up but Henry? And then finally, Mac and Henry have a real conversation. You know, I gave her those when we were together. And she gave them back the night of prom when she broke up with me. And you kept them with you this whole time? Yes. Because I feel responsible. You know, I don't like to talk about Lily because I was awful. And look what happened. You know, when she died, I hated myself. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but it but it is, but come on. If you have been with somebody for five years, they never told you, especially if you're about to move to the place where oh, it went down. It's it's very suspicious. And I would be really upset too. It's like that's also a trauma that you would share with someone that you're marrying. Exactly. And it's also like for most of us living in like a first world country. And like, you know, middle-class people, they're only like a handful of traumas, right? Which means like, if I'm telling you about my life, oh, my high school sweetheart was murdered would be one of the first things I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you go through five years with somebody? 
And that never came. Like, you willfully kept it away. And I get that you were like, I felt bad about it. It was terrible. But it's almost like, to me, I'm like, that's like, um, what's the word? Like, that's like masculine, toxic masculinity. Yes. Like, you being like, I can't even talk about my past because with, it hurt me. With my wife. With my wife. And it, it, like, Henry, you have anger issues. There, You have unresolved trauma that you are yes. lashing out at people. And I'm not saying it's, it's an excuse, but it would definitely explain that behavior. So never at any point was Mac like, why are you screaming at me? And he was like, someone I love was murdered. You know, like that, that makes sense. Like even just use it to get yourself off the damn hook. So you're not in the doghouse with your wife. Just go to therapy. Why will these men not go to therapy? It's so hard. I know. Understand. But at the same time, but here's the thing though, I feel like Mac really gets like, she gets like a back-to-back whammy. Cause basically Henry's like, okay, you wanna know what's up? And then the next day she's talking to June and she tells June about like what the earring, who their earrings really were. Yeah. Who they were really for. And then June goes off on her. You guys moved back here to play happy family in the perfect house when you have rotten beams all up in your foundation. And while your work happens to be both of our meal tickets, you hide behind it just as much as you accuse Henry of hiding behind his. Try facing your problems instead of just covering them up with a baby. Whoa, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting June to just come out being like, okay, you know what? Yes, you pay my bills, but I'm about to tell you about yourself. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. And I mean, June, um, almost everyone I know has a baby to cover something up. You know, like that's why there's so many children in the world. <laughs> because adults are not able to deal with what's actually bothering them. So they just create another human. Oh but that's God. a tough thing to say to your boss, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now it's now we're getting exciting because now it's showtime. And that's what Naomi and I live for. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I okay. love that in this world that the producer was also signing autographs. Yes, like they were both equally famous. Yeah. Ju- Julie. Okay. Julie's going to be Julie. a part of the show. She doesn't, she doesn't know it. She probably doesn't want it. She doesn't want it, but we're going to make it happen. Uh-oh. Yeah, there she is. Yes. <laughs> What's my role exactly? Can you describe it? Um, You're just going to sign autographs because people want to meet you. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to also like tell behind the scenes stories. Ooh, which yeah. one of us is the most insane? Which yeah. one of us is a lush? Which one do I have to cut out more? Oh, yes. <laughs> which one of us, which one of us do you think marriage is going to fall apart? You know, just like, ooh, we want you to get ooh. in there and give people, we want actually now kind of a spinoff podcast where Julie just tells all of our gossip. And maybe that's the hit. Maybe that's what the hit I mean, is. <laughs> I mean, I was just actually going to ask you guys like whether if you would have preferred me over June, you know what I mean? Or June over me. Well, you, you know? know, I thought Maybe you would be uncomfortable with this, but boy, we mentioned your name and you popped up fast. Ah, I know. She was ready. She was ready. Julie was ready. I was ready. Julie was like, yes. 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 I will say this, though. I would prefer Julie over June. June is a little too sassy Mm -hmm. because I feel like Julie would not tell me about my personal life. No. Julie would say, please respond to my email. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? That's it. She keeps it focused. But then I can ask Julie about her personal life. Yes. I, I'm okay yes. with that analysis. That's what I love. I'm, I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> then, then, we, then we will not fire you, even though I think you have the power to fire us and work the other way around. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Um Okay, so they're meeting fans. Oh, gosh. she You can tell Mac is just like on cloud nine. She's having so much fun. It was giving me... <laughs> you know, vibes of after comedy shows. That's a lie. Um, And then (laughs) we see this woman, Rebecca, and she appears to be a fan until she gives this. We don't appreciate you prancing into our town and and making a mockery out of our tragic history. Many of us are friends of, are related to the victims that you're using as, as entertainment. Okay, that is, um, she makes some points. Rebecca makes some points. Rebecca is mad. And you know you got to be real mad if you sit, if you stand in a long-ass line. She's just to one. say yo. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to say my piece. She was like, she was literally like, she's like, you can go ahead of me. You can go ahead of me. Yeah. You can go ahead of me. She bought I'm a ticket. To she, she bought did. a ticket. Which she when something mad. like that happens, you're like, all right, we get the door deal. Thank you. You know, like, <laughs> Rebecca, you still gave me money at the end exactly. of the day to tell me you didn't like me. I'll, that money spends the same. Thank you. But she and Oliver are walking out. Oliver's holding a box of stuff. A strange man with a slicked up ponytail comes up to her. And Oliver takes that moment. He's like, I'm going to go put some stuff in the car. I'm Troy Kincaid. Hey, Troy. Thanks for coming tonight. You don't even recognize my name, do you? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, Should I? Neil Kincaid was my little brother. He was a victim of a madman. You just keep dredging it up. Mm. Now, if you are a police officer, as you say, Oliver, would you choose the moment that a slicked up, shifty eyed man approaches a woman to leave that woman alone? In an alley. Literal alley. Like not on a street, not in a park, in an alley where we know all bad things happen. That's where the trash is. That's where you pee. And that's where people get stabbed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guess what? That's what happens because Troy pulls out Donna a knife. You, now, now I just want this to be a singing podcast. Troy pulls uh-huh. a knife. Oliver jumps in front of him. He ends up getting stabbed. 
and okay, then Troy and runs said, off. What kind of cop is Oliver? Oliver's like, I'm gonna come help. His ass gets beaten and stabbed. I was yeah. like, you ain't a cop. You know you, you have could a gun. not even. You know first you have of all, a gun. Thank you. The gun you keep on your hip. Yeah. You didn't do anything. And then he's like, I'm coming. And then it's like, you some like literally someone came to stab someone else and you got stabbed instead. That's not hot. No. Oliver, you are not good at whatever job you say you have. And guess what? She does think it's hot because she dresses his wound, which we know always leads to sex. Always leads to sex. If someone puts a Band-Aid on you, you are having sex. I mean, she's like, we got to get you to a first aid kit. He goes, I have one at my house. Well, well, well. Yep. Honey, we can stop at the CVS. There's no need to go to your house because, you know, you're trying to smash. And Mac was like, sure, let's go to your house to get it. So I was not I mean, expecting them to have sex, Naomi. I like you tr- weren't. I was expecting them to like kiss and then yeah. her at some point in the film and then her be like, no, I can't. Full blown sex. Yeah. Spent okay, the right. night. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. at this moment, it's like, oh, she's going to leave Henry for Oliver. Like, that's yeah. the, the vibe. And then she's trying to sneak out in the morning. Love that move. Classic move. And, <laughs> and Oliver gets really in his feelings and says this. He's cheating on you. Excuse me? I followed Henry the other day. He was with a blonde. I think he called her Evelyn. I don't like this. Oh, I hate okay. I don't. Well, especially because I don't, he's like, I followed him the other day. It's like, you are telling her that you followed her husband. That's not cute. You see what I'm saying? He's like, I followed him. He's cheating on you. And it's like. Yeah, she just cheated on him. Yeah. (laughs) So they're the same. Like, why do you want to be with her? You know, like, they're both cheaters now. I know. But yeah, the, 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 the. the not good points are really racking up on Oliver's yeah. side at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, and yeah. now you feel like we're really getting somewhere. Like, we're ramping right. up towards, like, a reveal. So June is out on a date with um, um a man that seems like he probably is a comedy writer. And, <laughs> and you He's know. not even. They were. Ha- pickles vegetables and he is boring. And Next. they were having. But I honestly think June wasn't giving him enough. You know, like, put your phone in rock. Put your phone down, girl. Okay? He bought you a yeah. margarita. Eat your chips. Learn about his pickles. <laughs> Just, you can give a first date 30 minutes. So basically what happens is she's in the restaurant, obviously texting with her friend who's like, and then she's like, I mean, she's texting with Mac. And then she notices Troy, Troy Kincaid. Right, and follows him into the back alley. Into okay. the kitchen. He is, he's a bus boy. He's holding yeah. a tray of dishes. He walks into the kitchen. June literally leaves her date and is like, BRB, yeah. runs through the kitchen. Now, this is another issue, though. I, I do Bad that all kid. the time. I, I honestly, act, I wind up in restaurant kitchens, like, a lot. What are you just, saying, Megan? You know how sometimes, like, you'll take a turn? I feel like so many restaurants, you're going to the bathroom, and then you're in the kitchen. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> So June runs out to the guy. But my problem with this is if if I saw you. Yeah. And I knew that you had pulled a knife on my friend. I would not run after you by myself. No. Mm-hmm. You produce a murder podcast. You should know better than this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey. Ten minutes working. And I called the cops. To- I know where you work now, buddy. They're on the way. Oh, take it easy. But while that's happening, Mac is in Henry's childhood bedroom and finds a bunch of, of 
IDs. Women's IDs. The and IDs of women who have been murdered. murdered. Ooh, that's all, all the blue ribbon killer victims. He has their IDs in his childhood bedroom. In like, like on a shelf. It was like, she happens to find things in a weird way, but I'll also allow it because my big thing is like, you, if you are a murderer and you just left this stuff in your childhood bedroom, yeah. you deserve whatever's coming to you. That's like, this like, is on you. That That is why it feels so much like Henry is not the murderer because there's no way he would have gotten away with it for 20 years when he's like this sloppy. But I know, but then also he's a lawyer. So maybe he's like found a way to game the system. He was like, I'm going to become a lawyer because I know I'm a murderer and I have to figure out how to like oh, okay. stay out of jail. Like double jeopardy. <laughs> um, okay, and so this is when Mac is like, you know, is just like truly freaked out. Well, she like calls Oliver like, oh my God, it is Henry. And then Henry's like in the doorway of the bedroom. Oh my God, Henry, what are you doing here? I lied to you. And I came back because this has to come out. And she literally just like hits him on the, over the head, runs yeah. out, gets in the car. And then he comes out, Henry, and she's like, fuck, I don't have my phone. But then he's like there. So she just like backs out and drip, peels off. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm into it. Very believable. And then she was like, fuck my phone. Well, got to leave my phone. And then she just like leaves. Yeah. And goes to the high school. Like, even if Oliver's not involved, yeah. just go to the police station. I go to a hospital. So many different things. We cut back to June talking to the attacker. And listen to this. <laughs> that guy? He's not a cop. Save it for the judge. No, hey, seriously, that guy paid me to attack that lady so we could jump in and save the day. Oh, I was not expecting that twist. Like, I was not expecting that twist at all. And this is when you know Oliver's not who he says he is. Mm -hmm. That really threw me. And that was like, but I also thought it was very funny that the busboy was like, I'm not a, like he was very chill about it. Yeah. For a person who hey, I saw you yesterday. I know. I'm not Troy. I'm Mike. It's like, wait, what? You assaulted someone, sir. And he's he's like, it was a gig. A gig's a gig. Just... Bus boys don't wear name tags either, but all right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you say. Whatever you say. Okay, so at this point, Mac heads to the high school where she is going to meet up with Oliver. Why um, is the high school? And this is how you know he's not a cop. What cop says meet me at the high school and not the precinct? Megan. I know. Meet me at the high school. I know. You're a cop, let me go to your office. I don't even know if I felt more or less relieved when it came out that he wasn't a cop. I honestly was like, okay. <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, They're maybe he's more trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the locker room. She's freaking out. Oliver calls the police and he's like, it's going to be okay. And then he like runs off to check out a noise and leaves his phone. And she realized he never dialed 911. He called 411. Which he didn't even need to call anyone. Like, okay, look, watch what I'm doing. Hello? 911? Okay. I mean, I actually. I, well, no, let you me have to pretend to dial numbers. Oh, you I didn't to, even do that. Yeah, okay, see, that's right. the thing. That's why. <laughs> Hello? Yes, I'm at 447 Whittleberry Road. <laughs> Hurry! <laughs> Megan, your dialogue is off the charts. 
<laughs> Making the sounds of dialing. I feel like I sold it better than Oliver. We're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> you, But why did he call 411? Just don't call anybody. Just don't right, call. Right, right, right. Just press like 757. Yes. It's just like press numbers. 579. Take it back to a, to a <laughs> store. <laughs> Okay, so she goes back to the school. He calls 911. Beep, 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 beep. Um, but he really called 411. Beep, 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 beep. And she realizes what's up. Yeah. And when Oliver comes back into the locker room, he can tell that she knows. Exactly. Also, he like has the notebook. And I don't know if you clocked this. Did you clock this the next morning after their sex? They you saw a book of like poems, love poems yeah, by Keats. I, yeah. And it reminded me then of like the poem that the cousin found. and was yes. like, that was from Henry. And she was like, that was. And so I was like, mm-hmm. And so he has that book and she sees that, like sees his handwriting, sees the thing. And basically when he comes back, when Oliver comes back. We get this confession. Oliver, what did you do to Lily? <laughs> the curse of Henry Meyer. Even the most perfect girl, a bad man can make ugly and cruel. I just couldn't let that happen. What about the others? Cecilia, Angelica, Brianna Park. Why do so many men think they could get away with whatever they want, Mac, with no consequences? You're better off now, Mac. Trust me. What? It's so, so he has rationalized in his yes. unwell psycho killer brain that he right. killed these women as a favor to them because they were being like used by bad men. Like he, that, I mean, he's basically like, I killed Lily, like Lily needed yeah. to be killed because Henry was being a bad boyfriend. Right, because she had bad taste. Yeah. And I was like, well, all us women need to go. If this is the new rationalization, and then it's which like, is you've got bad taste. Does he want to also kill Mac or does he want to start a life with her? I think he wants to start a life with her. Yeah. Because to, to have Mac is to be like, look, Henry. But then I'm not even clear on why he hates Henry so much. I was like, aren't you and Henry's mom besties? Like, weren't you besties? I think because he loved Lily and Henry cheated on Lily. So he was like, you're the worst forever. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically... <laughs> From that, we get a flashback to prom night and we see that after Henry leaves Lily, Oliver approaches, he's all angry and basically is like, basically he feels like he's entitled to her. He's like, you yeah. like him and you won't even give me a chance. So he, but he was saying he accidentally killed her. Right. He like knocked her down. Like he pushed her, she fell. Again, slippery when wet. This is why I'm afraid of mm -hmm. the edge of the pool. Mm -hmm. She falls and she... Knockdown falls into the pool, and because of obviously the pills she had taken and the booze and hitting her head, it was like a wrap. Yeah, right. And so it's like, so, which is a little surprising because at first I was like, it felt like okay, Oliver didn't intend to be a right. killer, and then he becomes a serial killer. Like, and he was like, a... wait a minute. He was like, wait a minute. That might have been fun. And it was yeah. like what? <laughs> and then he has tied up Mac by the pool, and Oliver's telling. Mac about what he did. And then we're seeing in flashback how he's been the hooded figure all along. Yeah, just like he's deja vu 49. Insane. And then he brings out Henry, who he's like tied to a chair. And he's like taunting Henry, telling him about the sex they had. 
And like Mac is like doing what I love. You know, it's my favorite part of a Lifetime movie when a woman like pretends to be on the killer side to buy yeah. herself time. Yeah. My favorite. Well, my she's, favorite. Well, she's like getting the tape on the thing. Yep, she's trying and- to rip her tape. Oliver, wait. Uh, tell me your story about the girls. Why dredge up the past? This is what I do. Please. Finally, though. As Oliver's kind of going after Henry, Mac has undone her bindings. And then did you notice that she took out her ponytail? Um, maybe she he- gets up, she pulls her like hair tie out. She gives us oh, the okay. raven haired like beauty. I like that. <laughs> and then she like stops Oliver and Henry kicks him. The gun flies out. Mac and Oliver have a struggle. She grabs the gun. He grabs her. We hear a gunshot. <gasps> We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And then Oliver falls in the pool. Dead. Falls in the pool. And what does she say? Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Wow. We love it. We love it. We love it. Oof. That's how you end it. Then Mac, we see Mac recording an episode of her podcast with June and Henry. Yes. And Teenage Andy, 13-year-old girl who gets to hang out with the adults in a garage. Mm -hmm. I don't know where her parents are. And She has added two correspondents, her husband (laughs) and Andy, but she is talking about the Blue Ribbon Killer. She has found him. It is Oliver. Yes. Wow. Then it seems like there's like this beautiful kind of like closure because basically the podcast is now doing better than ever. Henry's like, I'm not going to hide things. The teenage girls, like, sorry, the town was mean to you. Like, yeah. we get everything in this moment. Like, there were cookies. There were gifts. There was tenderness. And then this is what shook me to my core. Yeah. You think it's over then? You think it's over? You think it's done. You think it's done. They have a little kiss. You're like, great. They're back on top. They're going to work on things. Then later we see Mac is like in her living room. She is like staring at the clock, waiting for the results of a pregnancy test. And it comes back that she is pregnant. And then we see flashbacks to the two times she could have gotten pregnant. Once when she slept with her husband, which we saw early on. And then again, when she slept with Oliver. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, This is, we just don't have closure on it because- we genuinely don't know if Henry knows they had sex because it could have just been Oliver saying that. And right. we don't know if Mac has told him. Um, right. And it also, I don't know, I guess it like gives me pause to be like, well, she hadn't gotten pregnant with her husband and now she's pregnant. And like the common denominator there is Oliver, you know, like or the, the exactly. thing that was changed is Oliver. Oliver. So it's his kid. That's but how then it here's, feels. But here's the thing I don't get, okay? And this is how I feel. I'm done with unprotected sex as a plot point slash in life. I'm sorry. After 1994, there should never be unprotected sex again. We know too much. There is no way, like literally condoms grow on trees. That's not literal. That's actually the opposite of literal. My point is they are everywhere. And I don't understand why we out here just having unprotected sex with people. I blame Oliver. I don't know why. Mac, you are a smart, grown, amazing woman. Well, we don't know. Maybe he had it on and then he took it off. Oh, my God. He did a slipperoo. That's oh called stealthing. God. That is stealthing. That is a crime. I know, but, but honestly, he's, he's dead. Yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah, he's, he's a murderer, a murderer and he's dead. So yep. we yep. can't. Okay. 
You're right. Honestly, Matt goes on a journey, and I'm going to tell you what. There is nothing I love more than having a chance to talk to the actress herself. Yeah. And this is just a true gift, because we are about to sit here with Mac herself, Raquel A. Shank. Let's do it, Megan! When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. We are here with Raquel A. Shank, Mac herself. <laughs> okay. This is huge. You were so good and so fun in this movie. We had a very fun time. Great. There were twists and turns in this. Also, I'm obsessed with true crime and murders anyway. Mm. So I was like very on board. You were giving me that podcaster energy. We oh, were loving your buttery voice. Thanks, when we guys. Did our intro, <laughs> Megan tried to channel you for the intro. I, and I episode. didn't even, it was totally subconscious. I just started today by being like, Hello. Like I didn't even, and Naomi's like, that is not how you talk. But like, I just was feeling like, okay, Megan, give it your all. Like you got to make Mac proud. You made Dude. me proud. I love it. Okay. Yeah, all right. voice was good. It was Thank right you. There. Do you, li- I mean, we were talking, we're obviously podcast hosts and you're now on this podcast. Is it like meta for you now that like you're playing a podcast host <laughs> in a movie and now you're on a podcast talking about the movie? Like, it's all wild, right? It is. You know, and this is my first meta experience with how, with how I met your murderer. So it's kind of fun. Thank you for being my inaugural meta moment. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I mean, it's kind of, it's sort of in a weird way feels like we're still doing the movie. Like, do you think they're just going to throw this yes. scene at the end? Yes, right. we're going to have they someone could. walk behind you in a hoodie. Perfect. There's going to be a flash <laughs> of a creep. <laughs> that would be so good. I love it. That would be too good. But real talk, okay? We are three sisters doing it for ourselves. Of course. Mm-hmm. My question, though, have you ever dated a man who you thought could have been a murderer? Because Megan and I have definitely had some shady characters in our past where we were like, you know what? If I found out he murdered a high school sweetheart, it would check out. 1,000%. Yes. At least two men. At least two. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Okay, great. So you were able to bring that energy to it of as course. well. Because you're really, yeah. I mean, you think your husband is a murderer. a murderer. I mean, and all yeah. of the evidence leads to believe that or would, you know, would say so. So, yeah, I mean, it did. I think we could probably bring the experience back of some of these creepy men. We've all been there. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I've probably dated some men that think I'm a murderer, too. Of you course. know, like, yeah. I, if, they, if they have a podcast, happy to go on there and apologize. Okay, now, in this movie, first of all, How I Met Your Murderer is an amazing name, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy that that's what they settled on. It just really pops. It makes me happy. Yeah, I love yeah. it as well. Um, now, having like gone through this process, the research, the, uh, the whole part of this film, having played this character now, do you think you could solve a murder? What? Well, mm. Absolutely. I could yes. solve a murder tomorrow. Yes. I, I knew that before. <laughs> you guys as well? Do we yes, do that's feel that? That's, oh, I totally yeah. feel like I'm yeah. on a journey where I'm reading all of the Agatha Christie books. Ooh. So I think I could especially solve a murder amongst the English nobility. I would be great at that. <laughs> 1,000%. Let's do that. 
Should we all go to London and invade the royal family and oh solve any God. sort of murders yes. in their midst? Yes. They want us yes, there, okay. I think. Honestly, so, Raquel, you do have like a, you could very much be like a 19th century heroine. We take yeah. that hair, we put it in an elaborate bun, honey. Oh I will take it. got like a, a really cinched corset on oh you. Come on. And then, Come on. Oh, this is beautiful. I mean, we Bridgerton. You got I will, Bridgerton. Bridgerton energy. Yeah. I, I, you guys, I will take it. I need that. Today, <laughs> I need that Bridgerton energy compliment. See, this podcast is fun. You just come on here and we compliment you. And that's that's why podcasts. That's what are my not reps always- told me was gonna happen. I asked. I was like, you guys like can't do it. They're like, they're just gonna compliment you. I was like, I'm in. I'm All in. right, okay. Like, I got it. I've got 20 minutes. We're not I got even a recording. Out. We're not even recording. You're just reps asked us to do this. And we said, of course. God, they're great. Thank you, reps. <laughs> and you guys are great. I appreciate it. Oh god, it was it was very you know, it was so so fun. What can we look forward to from yes, you? Tell Anything us, tell coming? Yes. Um, so I have, you never know how much you're allowed to say, you know, but there, I do have a few episodes coming out on a new HBO show. So stay tuned for that. We love me. Yes. So that'll be fun. Um, Yes, maybe look to my socials for more details when I can okay. finally reveal. I don't know if okay. the pilots have been released or announced yet. So okay, okay. I just finished it. writing on an HBO show. <gasps> Congratulations! And I'm just hopeful oh that maybe we'll get to be at like an Emmys party together when we get to go. Because I'm imagining you're going to be nominated. I'm going to be nominated. Obviously. Naomi's <laughs> going to be nominated. We're all going to be nominated. Oh and no, then... I'll be one of your plus ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be exactly. the energy there. there I'll be with you, Megan. Your husband can stay home. And then someone will mysteriously get murdered at the Emmy party, and then we'll. Ready. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay. So, okay, honey. Okay. So you don't realize that one of the things Megan and I are trying to do, you know, part of our, our long game with this podcast mm. is obviously to write our own lifetime movie that we star in. Yes, please. So you've now just set me up with the title Black Tie Murder. Oh, Ooh, wow. That's what it is. I love it. We're at the event. I love you it. You play a femme fatale. Okay. And we think you might be the murderer at first. Of course. We do. The suspect. Of you, course. Yes. You're suspect mm. at first. And then it turns out maybe like you're like, um, a double agent or like an FBI agent, like you're undercover. I love yeah. It. yeah. That's fun. Yeah, great I do role. like that. Strong female lead. I yeah. appreciate it. Yes, so. that's fun. And Naomi and I, we're both going to type really fast. I don't know what part <laughs> that is, but you know when they're like, I love those parts. And you're investigating, but really one of you is the murderer. Let's be real. Okay, yeah. Probably me. Wow, okay. Probably me. Probably me. Megan's the murderer, let's be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Megan's able to like sneak into places. Can I keep my Emmy, please? You murdered them with the Emmy is yes. really what it is. Oh you bludgeoned God. them. Uh-huh. A bloody Emmy. Stabbed them with the Emmy. The wings. <laughs> My agent said he's taking 20% and I lost it. <laughs> it's happened before, I'm sure. So, Honestly, we've all been driven to the edge. We've all true. been driven to the edge by this business. It's a dark right? town, you guys. It's a dark town. And <laughs> the Emmy, because the Emmy, that's got like the spikes. That's exactly. one in someone's jugular. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right the neck. It's the most yeah. ideal, like, award murder weapon. Let's it really be. is. The Golden Globe, that's yeah. got soft edges. That's tough. Yeah, yeah that's, that's tough. not going to do it. It's the Emmy. <laughs> Raquel, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you guys for having me on. You're such a delight. So I appreciate it. I almost hit leave meeting. <laughs> I logged out. No, you stay here. Bye. <laughs> oh, she was so great. I feel like She's we have a new like friend in LA. I love that. I'm constantly trying to make friends. And Especially then also- actress friends. Maybe it'll rub off on us, you know? You know, again, Megan, we're talking about like, how do we become actresses? How do we book? Yeah. I felt like she was very similar to her character and like fun, 
direct. Modern. But like sweet. Yeah. Right? Like sensitive soul. Yeah. And I was like, that's Mac. Like she is. Her, so the thing is like, Megan, it's like we need, that's why we have to write for ourselves. We have to write for chubby prom queen mm-hmm. who will tell you when you're being an asshole, mm-hmm. but also has raccoons in a kiddie pool behind their house. But like, do I have to lose a bunch of weight? <laughs> Girl, I'm not doing it. So you don't have to do it. We'll just be together, honey. I told people 10 to 12. Can you buy a size 10 and a size 12? Yeah, they can. Take me for who I am. Oh my God. Do you know I performed that song live? <laughs> Joanne, naturally. I look before I leave. Ugh. I love honor and disciplines, right? Yes. All right, listen, my sleep, baby. What's my sin? Never. Wow. I follow through. I hate lists, but I love, love you. Love you. What to do? Okay, we have to focus. We have My to focus. impromptu baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to do the song is what we're deciding. <laughs> You're going to be Maureen and I'm going to be Joanne yeah, and yeah, this yeah, will yeah. be a bonus episode of the podcast. Yes, Patreon. Pay, <laughs> pay to hear two untrained singers sing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, we have zero subscribers. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Oh, not interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool. Thought I'd pitch it. <sighs> okay. I am really excited for next week's. This is also a title that is one for the books. We have not seen it yet, but I cannot wait to watch. It's called, and this is for Mother's Day. So we wanted to be on theme for all the joy that mothers bring into the world. And this film is called, Did I Kill My Mother? Question mark. Did I kill my mother? Question mark. A year after her father's unsolved suspicious murder, a young woman's mother is found dead in the home they both live in. (gasps) The police think she may be the murderer and she and her friends have to prove her innocence while they dig deeper into the real killer's hidden life. We love it. We love it. Oh, you guys, you better watch. It's available on Lifetime Movie Club, so no excuses, because we will be getting into it, and this is going to be so fun. Did I kill my mother? Wow. TBD. TBD, y'all. We're going to have some fun, so we will see you next week. Don't kill your mother. Au revoir. Au revoir. And don't <laughs> stop watching Lifetime. <laughs> love a lifetime movie if you love lifetime movies as much as we do tune into lifetime and lmn to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of check your local listings to find out what's airing on lifetime and lmn because it just might be the movie we talk about next this podcast would not be possible if it was just naomi and me for sure absolutely not (laughs) i love a lifetime movie is produced by julie magruder with samantha gatsik as sound mixer Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. (laughs) 